You're listening to Partnership Aligned Podcast, hosted by Ilana Israel. If you're a woman and you want to feel happier and more connected to your partner, and you're not afraid to do the inner work that it takes to get there, then this is the podcast for you. Hey guys, welcome back to Partnership Align Podcast. I am really excited for today's topic because this one is for all you moms out there. I never thought I would be a mom. In fact, I'm kind of known as the girl who always said, I don't want to have kids. I don't want to have kids. So when I did finally have a kid in my mid-30s, my friends were like, what? Because all I ever said was, I just want to travel. I'll be like the cool aunt and I'll work on my career. Like I just didn't have any desire to have children. And then I had a kid. And now, my God, I could not imagine anything different. It really is the most life-changing event in your life. More than marriage, more than moving, more than anything that happens in your career, becoming a mom changes everything. And it is tough, and it is challenging, and it is amazing, and it is rewarding. And I always say it is the most human experience you will ever have. And I feel especially passionate about working with moms because of the ripple effect. As the mom gets healthier, the kids do too. So it's really meaningful work for me. I've never really enjoyed working directly with kids, even when I was a therapist, so it's kind of my way of helping them. Okay, so let's talk about how your marriage affects your kids. Everyone knows that kids are affected by their parents. I'm not going to waste your time by saying that. But have you ever really thought about how that works? I think about it all the time. But I want to focus on how your marriage, how your relationship with your partner shapes your kids into the future adults that they will be. After all, this is a relationship podcast and I am a relationship coach. So let's get into the three biggest ways that your relationship affects your kids. The first one is your communication pattern. Some of this does come down to actual words that you and your partner use with each other. Do you curse? Do you say, I love you regularly? Do you call each other names? Do you compliment each other? Do you share your wins from the day at the dinner table? These things all matter, but what matters even more is how you react to each other. You see, your kids are going to go into the world and all these things are going to be happening around them and to them. And I know as a parent, you just want to shield them from all of it, but you can't. Trust me, I've tried. There's going to be times when your kids' feelings get hurt, times when they feel disappointed or angry, times where they feel insecure. How you and your partner react to each other and the world when you're feeling these emotions will signal to your kids how to as well. And if you have multiple kids, you'll notice that different kids will respond to things in different ways because both nature and nurture do matter. But you have no control over nature, only nurture. So let's just focus on what we can control. So for example, if your spouse says some things that hurt your feelings, how do you react? Do you shut down and give him the silent treatment? Do you lash out and give it right back to them? Do you get curious and ask them what's going on with them? Your kids are watching and they will do what you do at home out in the world. Why wouldn't they? You're the role model. They don't know anything different. The second big way that your relationship affects your kids is how you talk about each other. This pertains to when your partner is in the room 
and when they're not. My parents always talked badly about each other, directly to me. It was inappropriate and it definitely affected me. But now as an adult, I can see that it was a product of the pain that they were in. Doesn't make it okay, but it does make me think. If they had just taken care of their own emotional life with a therapist or a coach or whatever, they could have regulated themselves because they wouldn't be so full of resentment and confusion. If you've ever worked with me, you know one of the things that I say often is that bad behavior comes from pain. So if you're listening and you're realizing that you don't talk nicely about your partner to the kids or to anyone else, this does not make you a bad person or a bad mom. It means that you're in pain and you don't have a healthy outlet or a way to process it. This is why reaching out for help is so important. So clearly, speaking about your partner lovingly to your kids is important, but it's also important that in general, when you're speaking to other family members or even to strangers, that you keep tabs on your language. Language matters. If you're always using negative language, you will create negative results. And again, you are the role model. Kids look to their parents to see how to act in the world. And sadly, they don't do what we say they should do. They do what we do. The language you use about your partner also signals to the kids what respect and loyalty looks like in a relationship. Okay, and so the third way is the romantic relationships that they will enter into as an adult. Have you ever wondered why so many women end up dating someone like their father? Or why they act exactly like their mother, who they swore they would never act like, in all of their relationships? Well, this is because familiarity trumps positivity. The brain's job is efficiency. And doing the same thing over and over, or what we know best, is the most efficient. Because change takes a lot of energy. So your child's brain won't care whether what you model is healthy or not. It will just automatically recreate it because that conserves energy. Listen, we come into this world a blank slate. We know nothing, absolutely nothing. We are at the mercy of the people who raise us. We don't know if they're good parents or not. We don't know if they have a healthy marriage or not. And by the time we can figure those things out, the neural pathways have been formed. When I was a therapist, I used to joke that I spent all day helping adults undo their childhood. It was really only a half joke. <laughs> that actually was a big part of the job. I was always so fascinated by how affected my clients were by their upbringing, the way they viewed the world, the way they reacted to others, and the thoughts they had about themselves that all came from their childhood. It really makes you think about the power that we have as parents. But the days are hard sometimes. I have a toddler who's been really tough lately, and I've lost my cool more than once. Totally normal. I don't beat myself up about that. But I do work on my mind a lot. I manage my thoughts and my feelings because I know how to. So why wouldn't I? And I want to help you learn how to as well. So if this podcast resonated with you, if you feel motivated by the idea of breaking the cycle, teaching your kids how to communicate in a healthy way, and setting up a model for them to go and follow when they're older that will actually serve them, reach out to me. You can email me at elana, E-L-A-N-A, 
at partnershipaligned.com. Or you can just send me a DM on Instagram at Partnership Aligned. I am really passionate about helping you heal your connection with your partner, not just for you, not just for your partner, but for your kids, for your family, for your grandkids, because your kids are just going to do what you do and then pass that on to break the cycle, do the work. It's time. Thanks so much for listening. If you resonate with this work, then I have a free guide that is just for you. Four steps to cultivate better communication, deeper intimacy with your partner, and more self-empowerment for you. Go to partnershipaligned.com forward slash guide and download it today. And help me reach more women by leaving a review. Because remember healthier relationship, it always starts with a healthier you.